0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt,
1: part of Kindling Kids Radio.
0: Summer is my favourite season. It's a time when everything feels a bit more relaxed, the days are longer, the neighbours are coming out of their houses, we're chatting over the fence, they're swimming, ice blocks and of course the end of year holidays. But summer also comes with its own set of health issues. There may be less flu, But there are more mosquitoes, less colds, but perhaps more sunburn. With this in mind, we've put together a Kids Health Summer Series with Sarah Hunstead from CPR Kids. Today, we're talking about motion sickness and uh, what to pack when you're going away. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm very well. So most of us, not all of us, but we will go on holidays this summer. Lots of families in Australia jump in the car to go up the coast or towards the coast. Some kids really don't cope with car travel. Is there any way of avoiding motion sickness or treating it
1: once it happens? So there are certainly things that you can do to help reduce the symptoms. I suffer terribly from motion sickness. Really? In the car as well? Oh, yes. Yes, I need to drive. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so it's not good at all. Here's a confession for you. I vomited once snorkelling. <laughs> That couldn't have been fun. It was not fun. Well,
0: you know, I actually I have felt seasick snorkeling because you're on the top of the water and your body's just thank rocking. you for making me feel better about that. I, I thought I was a bit weird, but now I'm glad I didn't throw up. But I'm I'm glad <laughs> someone else gets motion sickness whilst snor- snorkeling terribly.
1: Yeah. So and uh, consequently, you know, I have no idea if it's a hereditary thing or not. But my daughters get seasick. Well motion sick, uh, one particularly more than the others. And I know as soon as the yawns start that we're going to start going down that slippery slope for the vomit bag. So what's really important is, is that in the car, I don't let them read. No, that's such a bad idea. Isn't it, it is short trips not a problem. They get the books out, but for the long trips, unfortunately, something like an iPad or a book for my kids is just the trigger.
0: And is that because they're looking down while the movement's happening and in their peripheral? around
1: them. Yeah, and so that's why what is better for them is if they're focusing outside the car. It's that like when you're on a boat and looking at the horizon to help all of that, because it's all about all of these things shifting around inside your ears and all this kind of stuff. But of course, if you're going on a long trip and you've got a child who is really motion sickness, uh, who has very bad motion sickness, it is worth going and chatting to your GP or your paediatrician because it may be time for some medication. So there is medication that can help? Yes, there is. So there's. it depends on the age of your child, of course, but certainly there are medications out there specifically for motion sickness that can help.
0: Does um, that treat the nausea or does it treat what's going on in your brain? So they, there are a couple of
1: different types of them. They work in different ways. So
0: Because just when you were saying that, I was like, sounds like... There might have been something to treat my morning sickness (laughs) because
1: that's what motion sickness reminds me of. Yeah. Well, yes, I can sympathize in that area as well. (laughs) But I think that's something we just have to, yeah, we have to plow through,
0: unfortunately.
1: So what about the, I've seen uh, like wristbands. Um, Now, the wristbands, now, I certainly have tried the pressure points. I think I may have gotten a little bit of relief from them. I'm not sure if it was just me hoping that there was Panacea. some relief. Yes. Oh, who cares if yep. panaceas work? Know. Who cares? I'm not sure. But give it a go. Why not try it? Because medication is the last resort. It is absolutely the last resort, and certainly some of them can make kids feel quite sleepy as well. And ideally, if we don't have, if we don't have to give medication to our kids, we should try and avoid that. But Go and chat to your GP or your paediatrician about that, or your pharmacist too. They can give you some great ideas. But preparedness is also key. If you've got a child who chucks in the car, then having the vomit bags, so you can buy them from the chemist. Now, I've used everything from a dog poo bag to a (laughs) shopping bag. to Whatever's there. I always use my hands. Don't ask me why. Whatever you need. Mm. In the car a great trick is to have these they're, um, they're called sickies or m-bags they're just basically bags that have got a plastic ring up the top so it's really good at catching it Yeah, right. so that they can have that chuck if they're old enough to be able to lift it up to their mouth we're containing everything it twists off it contains everything really well and often comes with a packet of wipes as well oh that's brilliant so think ahead be prepared if your child's in the back seat have it next to them so that they can grab it if necessary get them to tell you if they're old enough how they're feeling and know their triggers so i know in my kids when they were younger they'd go quiet they'd start yawning they'd then get cranky And then they'd go pale and clammy, and I'd be right. Okay, here we go. Bags out, people. (laughs) We're ready. We're ready. And that's what we needed. So understand your child. Know how they look when they're about to do this. If it's something that's happening, be prepared for it. And for a long trip, if you need to, go and chat to your doctor or pediatrician about a good motion sickness tablet. I mean, if you're driving eight hours, I know what I'd like. Have you ever tried ginger have any description I have. motion sickness? Yep, I have. And I swore by Ginger when I was pregnant as well with morning sickness. And certainly you can give that a go. Yes, make yep. sure you follow the directions on the packet as well and make sure they're suitable for your aged child. But certainly I found it gave me relief. I've heard that it doesn't work for everyone, but by all means try it speaking to your pharmacist or doctor first.
0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation. This is part of the Kids Health Summer Series with Sarah Hunstead from CPR Kids. We're talking about motion sickness and also what to prepare in if you're going away with children to make sure that you've got everything covered or your bases. So Sarah, can you take us through a first aid kit? I mean, most first aid kits come kind of Pre prepared, but um, what should we have
1: in our first aid kit if we're going away? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, certainly being two nurses in the family, and my husband and you I. You have a, a first aid luggage bag? We do. <laughs> we do. Yes. You're um, not even you're not even oh, laughing at that. That's no, true. No, no, it's so true. I'm considering swapping to one with wheels, but that's another <laughs> story. Um, so we are always over prepared. Now, so what are the essential things that you need? One. So a good comprehensive first aid kit. So the ones that you can either buy from the post office or from Woolies St John's ambulance do a fantastic kit. Um, and what it has in it, band aids, obviously the most important thing really when you have kids. Yes. Uh, you've got bandages, gauze pads, saline to wash out ice, splinter removers, all of those sorts of things that are in there, parishes sling, some antiseptic wipes, that's all that stuff that's in a good basic first aid kit. So buy one of those. And then you need to add some things to it as well. So I always, strangely enough, like to keep a spare tube of sunscreen in my first aid kit in the car because sometimes you might lose the sunscreen, all that kind of stuff. I actually keep a spare tube in there. I also keep gastrolite when we're going away. So a gastrolite or a hydrolite an electrolyte replacement solution because if you do get food poisoning or gastro or something like that, you may not know where the nearest chemist is or the hospital or something like that. Starting those electrolyte replacement fluids are really, really important. So definitely having that, your paracetamol and your ibuprofen. So having those two kid-friendly pain relievers for you guys as parents, as well as the children. So you've got your electrolyte replacement solution, you've got your analgesia, you've got your standard first aid kit, an extra tube of sunscreen. Another really good thing to put in there is some antiseptic lotion. So you choose whatever it is that you want to choose, whether it's the Dettol, whether it's the Pawpaw, whatever you like to use in your family, that's a really good thing to have in there. One other thing particularly if you've got a child who um, may have a few um, allergies, so we're not talking anaphylaxis here, we're talking allergies, is to have some antihistamine specifically for kids. So my child reacts to a lot of things. She does not have anaphylaxis. All that happens to her is she breaks out in an itchy rash, whether it be sunscreen, sometimes it's soap. And we've been away um, on holidays where she's used the hotel soap and broken out in a lovely itchy rash, poor miserable thing, but Having some antihistamine on hand was great for her. So thinking about those things. And if your child does have anaphylaxis, you are taking extra EpiPens away with you. If your child has any chronic medical conditions or they're on medication, making sure that not only do you have enough to last the time that you're away, but you have perhaps an extra script if you're staying in Australia. If you're going overseas and you have a letter for your doctor explaining all the medications that your child is on and their doses as well.
0: I was going to ask if there was anything additional you'd throw in if you're going overseas.
1: Definitely, once again, and from that, from somebody who ended up with influenza in Italy, which was awful.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. So what it was is certainly we were traveling with somebody who had a lot of uh, medical problems. So ensuring when we were actually going through customs, we were stopped in a couple of countries asking what the medication was for. So being able to produce that letter got us through a lot quicker, which was a good thing. So if your child does have a lot of medications and you're traveling overseas, make sure you have those letters from your doctor. I cannot tell you to pack enough oral rehydration solution. Hydrolyte, gastrolyte, paracetamol and ibuprofen. They are your ones that you really want to be travelling with because if your child does spike a fever or something like that and they're miserable, they've started vomiting, you need to get that into them. You may be delayed in seeking medical help. At least you can start and help them to be more comfortable. Excellent.
0: Well, Sarah, thank you so much for your time today. My pleasure. That's Sarah Hunstead from CPR Kids. This has been part of our Kids Health Summer Series and we have more of these interviews online in our website kindling.com.au. Just click on Kindling Conversation, look for Kids Health and you'll find all kinds of things for our summer series including how to prevent sunburn, how to manage it if it happens and all kinds of things about water safety.